0: and then Basketball Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark Shorten. Uh, first and foremost, obviously, I want to apologize for the delay in getting the the podcast out too. um For those who don't know, I'm Melbourne-based. Melbourne is the most or was the most locked-down city in the world or something crazy like that. So uh, we opened up um, and I took this opportunity to uh, get away, get a little bit of sun, I'm a little bit burnt. Um, but yeah i i do apologize no no excuses no rest for the wicked um hopefully your week has started off all right hopefully you guys got the win last week um mixed results for me um there's one uh, probably one of my seven leagues um uh, i'm two and o in three of them and then the other four i'm um one and one so yeah bit of a mixed bag but it's all right we're only two weeks into the season so even if you're you're two and zero. It can all go pear shaped, and if you're zero and two, you can still make a make a push and make a run. So um, don't don't panic too much. But I did want to talk, obviously, waivers, but I also did want to talk about um, some players that we're raging about and why you should either be concerned or why you should potentially buy low or hold on to. So the first one has got to be James Harden. So James Harden, he's somebody that I was pushing for a long, long time to go number two overall, potentially number one overall, and he started the season slow. Um, He is going at 20 points um, over the last seven days. He's going at uh, 20 points per game, nine assists, and 8.3 rebounds. Under a steal, just made it to a block and good percentages, but when you think of James Harden, you think of triple-doubles and you think of nearly 30 points a game, he is Trending that direction, um, the I, I, I believe that the the rule change has hurt him quite a bit. Uh, obviously, he um, would push to the line or throw his arms up, cry foul, all this sort of stuff, and that's hurt his ability to get points. But he's a crafty guy, so I do believe that he's going to turn that around. The other thing is, is obviously he's coming off an injury, so he spent a lot of the off season recovering from um, his hamstring injury and. He started the season without much explosiveness. He is getting that back. Like there were some glimpses in the last couple of games of him um, exploding to to the line and exploding to the um, exploding to the ring and getting fouls, which is exactly what we want from James Harden. So, if you have an owner out there who is um, frustrated with him, and you've got a top 10 guy that you're you're happy with or a top 20 guy that you're super happy with and you want to try and buy James Harden low, I think that the window for buying low is absolutely closing. So James Harden is not somebody that I'm concerned about. I've got him in a number of leagues and there's no way I'm selling him low. Um, if you've got him, I wouldn't accept anything but top five value in return. So do not... I, I heard somebody, um, somebody reached out and said that they traded um they're James Harden in exchange for getting Ja Morant which to me is just ludicrous um yeah Ja has started off really well but points and assists are just two categories and he's doing well in each of the other ones but he is notoriously poor in threes he's notoriously poor in defensive stats um and notoriously not great at the line so I wouldn't be doing that I Still hold out hopes and I'm very confident that James Harden is going to return top five value, top three value, potentially top one and two value this year. So do not stress about James Harden if you do have him. Um, Dame Lillard, he's the other guy. Um, I'm a little bit more worried about Dame Lillard than I am James Harden because we have only really Seen one game of Dame doing his thing. Like, yeah, he's a sister up. He's at nine point five over the last seven days, and yeah, he's just shy of thirty point of, of twenty points. But he's shooting it at thirty four percent from the the field. He he's only getting to the line three times a game, um, and it just doesn't look good. Um, he looks a little bit disinterested. He looks a little bit lost at times, and you can almost see him just trying to shoot his way out of it and I don't know if that's going to work. Uh, so, I am a little bit more concerned about Dame. Again, he's not somebody that I would personally be selling low. Um, I'd try and buy him low again but yeah, a little bit more concerned about Dame but again, if you are a Dame owner, do not sell him unless you're getting the right value for him. Um, Nikola Vucevic. So, 16 over the last seven days, 16 points, 10 rebounds, a couple of triples, six assists, um, 40% from the field. Vooch is going to have a great year. And if somebody doesn't want to have Vooch in their team, then it is your duty to take him off their hands because he's going to have a good year. Like he, He's in a new team um, and that team has got a whole bunch of new players around them. Obviously, they no longer have Patrick Williams. Um, They don't have Laurie and Kobe White is still injured and he's coming off the bench um, at a best-case scenario. DeMar DeRozan, um, Lonzo Ball, um, Alex Caruso, these guys who he hasn't played with before. Um, He only got part of that for last year. So the Vooch is going to be fine. Vooch is going to return top 15 value, top 20 value. So don't worry about him. I would absolutely be holding on to to Vooch Um, again. Massive buy-low opportunity here. Um, who else have we got? People reach out to me about worries about De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is fine. Um, again, I wouldn't be concerned about De'Aaron Fox. De'Andre Aiden is somebody that I am worried about. So, yeah, he's turned around a bit in the last two games. 21 and 21 um, is huge. And then he had 17 and 12. Again, big numbers, except he's only blocked it once in the last two games. He's at, what, 0.5 of a block on the year. Um, I just I just don't see the usage being there. And if he's not hitting his defensive stats, I don't see where he's getting value. So I'm really, really concerned about Aiden. Um If you've got him, he is definitely somebody I'd be looking to sell. If he's still got name value, um, I would be looking to get rid of him. He was going, what, inside... Let's have a look at where he was drafted. Um, He was an ADP of 40. I said it at the time that that was too high. He's in a team with Booker, heavy usage guy. Chris Paul can be a heavy usage guy. Um, Who else have they got? Mikael Bridges, he's taken a step forward this year in the offensive end, which means that there's less touches for DeAndre Ayton. And... He needs to get blocks. If he gets blocks, he'll probably hit his value because he'll still be a 15 and 10 sort of guy. But until he does, I'm well and truly steering clear because I just don't see why you would want him in your team. It's just, yeah. I I think that if you can get rid of um, DeAndre Ayton and you can get a good buyer, then he's definitely somebody I'd be looking to, to move. And to be fair, I'd be looking to move him for somebody like JJJ, John Collins. Um, guy coming out, Michael Porter Jr. Um, anybody that you can get inside the the top 40, I think you should be looking at. Um, Michael Porter Jr., he's the next guy I've got here. So I, I really I don't know what's up with him. Um, I thought he was kind of foolproof with no Jamal Murray. Um, I thought he was going to be the number two guy, and he has been so disappointing. Like today, I think he only took nine shots, made three. Um, yeah, he got 12 boards, except I just don't know what he's doing. He needs to... He is a talented guy. He's just... He needs to be more aggressive. Um, I think that's probably what his issue is. Uh, Mike Bologna also said that he needs to get himself into the game or he signed a massive mega deal in the offseason. He just needs to be more aggressive and get to I don't know, get to the line, get inside and dunk. I, I don't really know but I'm absolutely worried about Michael Porter Jr. He, i I've got him in too many places for my liking right now. Um, there's no way that I'm going to get the value that I want out of him if I'm trying to sell which makes it a very awkward position to be in. So, I'm kind of just waiting. Um If you're in any of my leagues, if anybody's listening and you're in one of my leagues and i got Michael Porter Jr um, and you come to me with a good offer, I'll probably accept it because there is, yeah, there is some genuine concern because Jamal Murray is going to come back eventually. Um, Obviously, it'll be next year, but this this was the point for Michael Porter Jr to smash and he's just not doing it. I don't know why. I've got no answers for you, um, except that if you can trade him away and you can get the right value, I would do it. But yeah, there is genuine concerns. I I still think he'll have a good year. I still hope that he'll have a good year. He's a talented basketballer, signed a mega deal, second guy. But when you're being outplayed by Aaron Gordon, there is something to be worried about. And Will Barton is something to be worried about. So um, yeah, I would be a little bit worried if I was a Michael Porter Jr. owner. Um, Clint Capella, there's a lot of big men on this list and I don't have a disdain for the big guys in our, in our league, but I mean, when it comes down to it, Clint Capella is not playing good basketball right now. He should be pretty close to 16 and 10 or 16 and 14 probably, but what is he? 10 and 10. Um... Ten and ten with one point seven blocks on the year. Um again, ten and ten the last seven days is I don't know if he's just purely there for a defensive presence, but he should be he should be getting dunks all over the place, and I don't know what's going on. Um the minutes are concerning. He's playing under 30 minutes. Obviously, there is a lot more movement to small ball, keeping John Collins certainly helps with that but I am very, very concerned about Clint Capella's full season value. Um, I would love to be able to say that he's going to turn around and all of a sudden get monster numbers, but if he's not doing it now, there's not much that's going to really change for them. Um, It's not as though he's in a shooting slump or anything because he just dunks the ball. Um, What is he? Eight shots per game, 50%. Yeah, maybe he makes one or two more, but that still only puts him to 12 or 13 points. So, there is an issue there without the usage now that they've got a healthy Hunter and a healthy Reddish. Um, If you've got Capella and somebody is still wanting to make you a decent offer, I would probably accept it because at this stage, I mean, if you can get somebody decent for Capella and you can pick up somebody like Steven Adams or Plumley off your waivers, then they're probably going to do something similar. So, yeah, I, I would try and move away from Capella if you can get the right deal. Um, Chris, that's Porzingis. I think I spoke about him last week. I and yeah, he's injured, but I just don't want anything to do with him. He can't stay healthy. He doesn't fit in the Dallas team. I don't even know how he fits in the league anymore. He can stretch the floor, but he's not athletic enough. He's not quick enough. Um, yeah. On the season, 20, uh, 26 minutes, thirteen points, six boards and a couple of blocks is fine, but it's not good enough for somebody who was the be-all and end-all and was supposed to be one of the best guys in the league. Um, if you've got him and you can IR him, great. If you don't have an IR... Then, yeah, I, I don't really know. I, I would look to trade Chris Stapps because he's not somebody that I want um, on my team long term. And then finally, JJJ, and I don't know what is going on with him. Um, I, I do think that Chris, uh, that JJJ, will turn it around. He, a lot of his issue is shooting. He. He's in a bit of a shooting slump, um, 33% from the field for the last, what, seven days, 1.0 blocks, 4.3 boards, 1.8 triples. It's not good. So if you've got JJJ, hold on to him because he is talented and he will step it up and he obviously gets himself into foul trouble. But, yeah, I can understand the frustration. Hold on, hold firm. He will turn it around. He will get back on the court. Um and he will be okay. So don't stress too much about him. <clears throat> now, waivers. What we're all here for rather than me just talking about all these players that are playing pretty poor at the moment. Um, I I think there's some really, really good depth in there in the waivers right now. If you're looking at a two for one and you're worried about depth in there, I wouldn't be because there are some decent plays that are still out there that are... Owned in forty percent, or just under forty percent, or around forty percent ownership. And to be honest, I I would happily take most of these guys on my team right now. So uh, the first one I got here is Kelly Olinick He is just just shy of um of forty percent owned on ESPN. Um, he is he's playing some good basketball at the moment. Unfortunately, that is because. Isaiah Stewart's not playing some good basketball. So if you've got Isaiah Stewart, you probably want to get Kelly as well because they're sharing that position. Um, Beef shoot is a frustrating guy to have right now. He's a frustrating person that should be doing so much better. Um, I said this to one of my mates the other day. He pulled down eight boards in the first half against Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr. Didn't, do, didn't pull down any boards for the second half. And then he comes up against a Brooklyn team that have got Blake Griffin starting at center and he gets one. Like, that makes no sense to me. Um, I know he's an under he's under height for a center, but he's a big boy, so he needs to push out more. Um, he needs to box out heavier. I I don't know what's going on, but um yeah, that's a, a story for another day. Um Kelly Olenek, we know what we're gonna get with him. He stretches the floor, he gets good boards, he is getting a couple of steals and a block, which is really nice. He is obviously centre power forward eligible. Coming into this week, his last five games, 10 points, 21 points, 14 points, 18 points, nine points, um, playing 25 minutes a night. Um, He's got a steal, at least a steal in every one of those games in the last five. Um, He's got a block or more in three out of the last five. Um, Four assists or more in two out of the last five. It looks really good, and he looks really good, and yeah, he may only be turning around like top 100 value, but for a waiver, you know what you're going to get from him, and it's really good. And Kelly plays in the off days as well this week. There is, um, I think tomorrow there's five games, and he plays then, um, and he's got the, d- the back-to-back, and then on one of the other off days, on the short days, he's uh, he's got a game there as well, which is really, really handy for waivers because you don't want to be scraping the barrel, so if you can get him and lock him in for the week, that'll be really good. Um, Gary Trent Jr. Now, I've been trying to pry Gary Trent Jr. out of all of the owners that I know because he is looking sensational right now, 23.4% owned. Um, they've got four games this week, or they did have four games if I wasn't delayed getting onto this. Um, he's averaging over the last seven days, 16 points. Um, Three boards, 1.8 assists, but the great thing and what we're looking for here, 3.3 triples and 2.3 threes. Awesome. If you can get him, then I would be absolutely riding the wave. He's owned in 24, well, just shy of 24, uh, 23.4% of leagues. And that's crazy. If there is somebody on your waiver wire and he's owned in less than a quarter of your leagues, and he's getting you three and a half steals a game, he should be on every single team. Uh, drop him when you need to, when those steals dry up. But right now, you would be crazy not to do it. So um, Gary Trent Jr., he's definitely somebody that you want to be targeting. Yeah, he's going to hurt you from the line a bit. He puts up bulk shots, but I'm oh, sorry, from the field. But hey, take the good with the bad and steals are hard to come by. So I'd definitely be taking him. Um, Franz Wagner. Surprise Packet, I didn't expect him to be playing as well as he is. Um, 15.7% of legs he's owned in. Over the last seven days, he's been going at 18.3 triples, 52% from the field. He's getting you 1.3 steals and he's getting you not much else. Um, I shouldn't have built that up for the last one. But for a waiver wire guy, 14 games he plays this week. You'd be you'd be foolish not to try and get him. Um, Eighteen points off the wire, fifteen um, percent owned. It's just it's just crazy. He he should be in every single team right now, um, riding the white wa- riding the wave. And what he's playing thirty minutes a night, thirty one minutes a night. So grab him while you can. Um, and then the final two, we've got two clippers here. We've got Shake Milton and we've got Luke Kennard. Um, interchangeable, to be perfectly honest, depending on who you like more. Uh, shakes coming off an injury, so he is going to have his minutes limited a little bit while he recovers. But Luke Kennard, he's playing some really good basketball and he's coming back to um, not his Detroit best, but he is he's playing a hell of a lot better than he did last year. He was a little bit lost off the bench last year. And now he's got a little bit more freedom with some more minutes and he's looking really good. Um, he is going to get you... 12, 13 points. He's going to get you two, three uh, assists. Um, He's going to get you a couple of threes. He's going to get you a couple of boards. He does a little bit of um, everything and shakes. much the same sort of guy. Um, As I said, interchangeable, depending on who you like more, depending on who you can get. Um, But I mean, they're both owned in pretty much every single league. If I was leaning towards one, um, right now, I think Luke Kennard, but full season value, I think Shake's probably the guy there. Um, other than that, um, if you're listening and, you, and you've got TikTok, follow me on TikTok. Um, I am putting out a lot more content on that. So I'm answering a hell of a lot of questions just regarding trades, um, who we should be dropping, who we should be picking up. Um, so those buy low, sell high guys. Um, and yeah i'd love to see you you're part of that i'm trying to get to the 5000 followers on tiktok that'd be really cool um see if i can uh, get myself some free stuff along the way but um otherwise yeah if you're if you are new here don't forget to rate and subscribe